Driving with Quisha. It's a party with Quisha. Loud mouth for Jesus. Inspiring the people. Driving with Quisha. This is Driving with Quisha. Oh my gosh, God is so beautiful. I just like to start with praise, man. I like to start. I, when I start praising, I forget what I was going to talk about. That's what's so funny. But I'm just so grateful to God. He's awesome. And I get to be a partaker of his awesomeness. So do you. So do you. If you'd like, you know, to walk with the Lord. Obviously, it's going to be overflow, abundance, awesomeness. There's going to be sacrifice. There's going to be overflow, awesome, abundance still the same anyhow i'm not preaching or teaching i'm just talking about how good god is how faithful he is i don't know what's going to happen it is january 9th nope i don't know why i keep forcing i keep accelerating it's like part of me wants it to be the end of the month Oh, the, the, sorry, the beginning of next month already because that means I can eat whatever I want. Not going to get into that. But it's not the end of the month. It's not the beginning of a new month. We're in this month. We're in it to win it. This is process, baby. This is the unsexy part of walking with God. But I'm telling you, it feels so good to trust Him and to anticipate and know that whatever you're thinking about, He exceeds that expectation. Like the Bible says, He does exceedingly abundantly above all we could ever ask, hope for, think, or imagine. Dude, whatever I'm thinking of that I'm getting geeked about, God's like beyond that like so far beyond that and so that's why it's like it's fruitful to just give yourself permission to dream with God give yourself permission to sit with the Lord and let him minister to you because the things that he's going to minister to you in those dream moments are like super abundant and you got word to back it up that says whatever big thing you think you're thinking about God's going to do a huge or awesomer if those were words you know just take it like it is a real word he's gonna do like transcend that dude he's gonna transcend all of that and so I really feel like, you know, the enemy tries to come into our hearts and our heads and stuff and into people and, and in their mouths and they say stuff that it's like into the words, I should say, that discourage dreaming, dreaming big and imagining with God and, and faithing. It, it, things, the enemy just is like, just a little, I don't know, serpentine, I don't know, just like slithering into different scenarios and situations and just just discouraging the thing that God says is, is is necessary really when you when you get into dreaming about the things that God wants see the devil will take you to fantasy land but it'll be something uh impure uh perverted oh he'll let you stay in fantasy land and imagine all kinds of things that are destructive to your purpose and your future and the call of God in your life and your relationships and and destructive to your relationship with God most importantly and yeah Satan will let you go over there but it watch you try to dream and this is what I had to do I've had to do thank you God for reminding me 
when 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 my mind floats to lazy brain and I'm in a fantasy where I need to be like not there, right? I have to remind myself if you're going to be using brain energy right now to dream and imagine, we're going to be dreaming and imagining what we're believing God for. Okay, we're not going to just live through life and then be like, oh, okay, I guess these are the cards that are dealt to me. Um, you literally get to, oh, okay, call those things to be not as though they were. You get to get an agreement with God, his character, and the way that he operates because God's faith territory, he's the faith realm, he's, he's moving in that uh, he's he's a he he he's blessed by our faith. What does the Bible says? You can please God when you're operating in faith. So it's it's pleasing to God when we're fading. When we're fading, that's like that's where the fading, the dreaming, the imagine imagining the things that God's going to do. It's all connected. And the enemy tries to use our imagination for wickedness and and or just don't imagine, don't dream, because then God can't do exceedingly abundantly above all anything because we're not doing anything with our brain, right? It's pleasing to the Lord. So, um, I don't know, guard your thoughts, right? Guard your thoughts, guard your mind, guard your gates, you know. Be careful what you listen to, what you take into your soul, what you take into your spirit. Um, what do you introduce to yourself? What do you introduce to your flesh, right? And so anyway, while I was really recording, I was just like, man, I've been, I was singing this song earlier today, and I mean it so much. Like, how's it? It's Maya song. Maya, oh, back in the day, homie, when I used to be on that. Maya song, she has songs like... I'll be moving on, 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 on. I'll be moving on. Now she's talking about a relationship that's unhealthy, where she's being cheated on. I like the word deception there because that crosses over. You know what I'm saying? The whole deception thing crosses over. Um, it's not just like romance. It can be deception in a workplace where some you're being cheated. You know, you're being underpaid. And it could be deception um, in an unhealthy organization that you're a part of. And you're being used and abused and told that things are required of you that are not. You know, because they want to get something out of you. You know, so anyways. Whatever the case may be, if it's unhealthy, we shouldn't stay, clearly. But out of comfort and the fear of the unknown or the fear of success or whatever fears we may decide to uh, ride the wave of, we stay in unhealthy situations and relationships. And I'm like, Quisha, this is a repeat for you, okay? And I, to me, I feel like I'm trying to get to different but at the same time I'm so disobedient to God and that affects my progress because and I think I mentioned this before if we're working hard and things that God never told us to when he tells us to do something we won't have the energy to do the, the right thing and that's what happens for me um, trying to control things the process and the outcome means that I put my hands in situations I shouldn't. I put my hands on things that are trying to direct and control stuff that I shouldn't because 
I, I'm, I'm, I'm being my own God here. I'm idolizing myself and I'm saying I know what's best, right? This is all bad. I'm not encouraging this. I'm saying this is what happens for me. And I'm sure other people, but put our hands on stuff. And we're all like in it and we're going hard and we're staying up late and we're putting in work on stuff God never told us to do. And when God's like, okay, do this now, either we don't have energy or we're just so used to being disobedient to the Father or quenching the Holy Spirit that we don't do what God tells us to do when he tells us to do it. And that's been my issue. And I think that's why I'm where I am right now. I'm super blessed for where I am. I'm super blessed for um, the, the, the way that God has poured out his mercy on me and um, his provision and everything. Super blessed. It's not like I'm broke uh, in any way. So praise the Lord for that. But I know that there's more and I'm and I'm I'm anticipating accessing that more. And the thing that I'm saying is sometimes we try to force a door open that God said, I didn't say push. I didn't say pull. I did not tell you to open that door. Now, I told you to open it five days ago, three hours ago, two minutes ago, last year, whatever the case may be, and we decided to be our own God and disobey the sovereign one and say, I'm going to do things on my time. And and, and I, I call it laziness, but I really don't think it's lazy. It's literally just the flesh doing what it wants to do, which is rebelling against the Holy One. And so... Lord, forgive me, right? And Lord, you know, help me, you know, do what's, what I'm supposed to do when I'm supposed to do it so that I don't have moments like this where I'm like, crap, I'm here. And the thing that these moments sneak up on me because um, it seems like there's progress. And there probably is progress in other areas of my life, but it's, it's like things seem to be cool and everything, right? Then all of a sudden, it's like things fizzle out and then you realize, nah, it's not cool and I'm not okay with being where I am right now. And so that's kind of the situation I'm in. But I'm still singing that moving on song. Like that just hit me and I was like, I ain't for the secular life. It's probably because I was listening to this guy named Pastor Mike and he was using, he was calling, he was, he was using like secular song references as he was speaking from the pulpit well he went at the pulpit he was sitting down with his wife and they were on the stage at church talking and and it's just funny because it's like I know all those songs he was talking about I'm not gonna lie act like I don't know and um but I usually don't mix too much with that stuff unless it's like it's like keeping it holy right um and he was, he was just being silly, but uh, I think that's probably why that song came to me, because he was clowning, and then that just reminded me, but, the, but that's how I feel, I'm moving on, and I'm like, thank you, Jesus, I wish I would put in the work that would help me believe it a little bit better, but I certainly am going to just stand in faith that I'm moving on, I'm getting out of where I am, and going to where God wants me to be, and, and I'm, I'm planning on remaining there. I remember years ago, maybe like four or five years ago, I asked God to help me remain in his presence. It was, it's like, I want to remain in the shadow of Almighty. I don't want to drift. Um, and, and, and I believe that I remain in his presence. I, I force my flesh 
to read the word I I force my flesh to go to church and and I force my flesh to pray and like be in the presence of the Lord so I feel like God definitely answered that prayer um, because those habits exist to keep me there but I also um, need God's help to remain in his will and aligned with his purpose and call on my life because um it's really easy for me to get out of alignment with God and when I say easy I don't think that it's like you know uh, a breath away um but I just think that when it when I mean easy it's just that it is something that can happen because the steps that it takes for me to get out of alignment with God are not uh hard to swallow so to speak those are manageable steps you know and it's interesting because I mean I'm putting to practice um a strategy that's really excellent in the right application and earlier today I was listening to some you know successful people and they talk about success and stuff um and they're secular but there's some christians in it or whatever but they're still like questionable about the way they teach whatever and i'm not judging i'm just saying like it's definitely not god fearing per se in the way that they confess jesus christ as their lord and savior but i think there is god fearing in it but anyway the point is they were talking about you know, that phrase, as I've heard in the past, how do you eat an elephant, which I don't plan on doing in my life. And I pray never am in a situation where that's a need. But uh, that's been an example that people have said in the past about accomplishing goals and accomplishing tasks. And it's it's one bite at a time is the answer. How do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? Obviously, you can't just bite into it. You know, I mean, I don't know why they say an elephant. I mean, I do because it's like ginormous. But at the same time, it's like, it's the same process from eating chicken. I don't know. But, or rice. One bite at a time. Okay. Well, rice is small. So I can just, okay, never mind. Maybe a bowl of rice. One bite at a time. Anywho, the point is, I'm really good at doing manageable steps that lead me to sin. That lead me to the path God has not called me on. That gets me misaligned with the purpose of God on my life. I'm really good at taking those manageable steps to get right out of the will of God. And I'm praying for myself right now in the name of Jesus. God, help me use that strategy and wisdom to get to the place you want me to be. To have manageable steps in your will. Doing things your way in Jesus' name. Amen. I pray that for everybody listening. You know, may the Lord help us with that. Because imagine where we would be in life. If we were taking manageable steps in the direction of God's purpose and call and will on our life, like, gee, if I really put forth the energy, and I haven't even been watching TV or anything, but I have been on social media, but I haven't even really been on that. I feel like too much. I've just been looking for apartments and looking for jobs and stuff, but it's like those manageable steps. So, um, it's kind of tricky because I feel like the manageable steps um, are things that I can only come across when I'm intentional. Thank you, God, for bringing me back. I got a little spaced out there. The only thing, the, the only way I can really get to that understanding and that practice and that habit and that awareness is when I am intentionally 
seeking the Lord, when I'm intentionally getting in his presence, you know, intentionally, right? I choose to remain there. I'm sure there's a way that like, you and your husband could sleep in the same bed, but not be intentional, uh, intentional about um, encountering each other, you know, um, uh, communing with each other. You can stay right there next to him, but it's not the same as being intentional about connecting and developing and growing in that relationship. And so I feel like I definitely feel like I remain in the presence of the Lord, but what I don't do is intentionally and I feel like things have come up. This past weekend, I was like, I'm going to Bakersfield. I'm looking for an apartment. And I'm moving this weekend, coming up. Still believe in God that I'll move this weekend. But I definitely did not go to Bakersfield last week, this past weekend, which is like yesterday and the day before. Because Saturday, I was blessed with a visit from a relative from out of town. And that took my whole day though, you know. And then when I was blessed because I knew I was being blessed, and I said, God, please tell me you. I mean, like I didn't say this, but I was hoping this God please tell me you sent her <laughs> this time because I really felt like what I was supposed to be doing was investing in my move. So instead I invested in someone else, right? And then make sure she had a good time. And then I um the next day I was like, I'm not going to church, and I was like, nah, bro, just go to the morning church. Yeah, I call myself bro. Whatever. Go to the early service and then leave early, go back to sleep because I stayed up late watching this dude's videos from Bakersfield because I was trying to get a feel for Bakersfield. I'm a researcher. And so I was watching his videos and I was like, oh, their family's so cute and all this stuff. So, anyways. I went to sleep at like five this in the morning on Sunday and then woke up at like eight, seven actually, seven. But I had already gone to sleep before. I mean, I had gone to sleep and woke up so weird between Friday and Sunday that I go to sleep early, wake up super early, do stuff. And then, okay, I'm like stuck inside the gate. Okay, praise the Lord, saints and eights gate open thank you lord so i need to get a battery so that doesn't happen while i'm trying to go to work in the morning anyway it's the gate to my parking garage parking area parking lot in my apartment building anywho a lot of things were popping up i went to sleep yeah i went to sleep early woke up early went to sleep late to some and early to others right and then did something it was weird it's just a really weird weekend but blessed super blessed and i'm pretty much not in regret about it but i'm just like okay but that whole like me sitting with the lord and like getting in with him didn't happen and that kind of sucks because that's the only way i feel like i want to find out some stuff so anyway i'm just believing god to show me what to do and that I would be, he would help me be obedient to him and submissive to him to sit still and receive. I think that's the ticket because I did mention that I wanted to write down those scriptures. And I'm going to tell you, I did not get to 10,000 scriptures. Did you say 100,000 times? You said 10,000 times. I forget what Pastor Cho said, but I definitely um wrote it half sleep for like 
one and a half pages maybe um and it's a small paper so anywho i didn't get that far and uh, i was thinking i was gonna press in this weekend past weekend but just things kept coming up people wanted to meet and i'm like i feel like these are necessary meetings so i had those conversations and meetings i had my writers group it was a blessing like it's like satan can't bless right so it's like well this was so blessed so I don't know. I feel like God's saying, just trust me, right? So I'm not worried or anything. But anyway, my whole point is, well, there's probably more than one whole point here. But a good thing to remember from this, you know, podcast episode is that God is working behind the scenes and he wants us to dream and agree with him in faith for what he's doing so we have to take time to get to that place of faith and dream um i gotta go do my laundry so i'm like i ain't gonna be able to sell my face right now like i want to before the lord but i'm just gonna keep seeking him and uh something good's coming that's all I know. That's all I'm going to say. You know what I'm saying? Praise the Lord, saints. Driving with Quisha.